Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. Uh, okay, so Dave, do you want to start this one or am I going to... No, you're starting, buddy. Okay. I'm just I'm just pulling something up here. Okay. <laughs> that was funny what you just said there. Okay. <laughs> Dave, welcome. You're just full of you're just full of beans today. Yeah, full, aren't you? full of beans, and you know what? What a great way to start the podcast. Full of beans, Dave. Yeah, how are you, man? Are you recording right now? Of course we are. We so, are. So, we're, Chris, uh, we're, so we're supposed to be doing guest. the preamble right now. Christy, Christy our guest. Uh, she's been on it so uh, often. She's been so on, and she's helped us so much in terms of recruiting guests. Yeah. That she actually, it's we've got three three hosts right now. That's right. In, Actually, in a that's way, what's we happening. Do. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's really awesome to have Christy O'Leary from Scottsboro back on The Boiling Point. Uh, last time we talked to her was a long time ago. It was before we became a B Corp. And Christy helped us usher our way into that world. And since then, we became friends. And like she tented in my cottage front yard once and stuff. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, she's an awesome, awesome human being. And Dave, we have been blessed for the last few weeks to have Christy's... Um, leads for great guests so she's lined up a lot of uh, the leads that we've had in the last few weeks it's been awesome but and actually can we can we start there and ask christy about that like you you set us up with some some great folks um what like how did you do that like what was the process because i'm kind of interested in this as you've been you're, you've been listening P- picture to us yeah like, like, as, like, as like, if we are the people that uh, are coming yeah out. exactly Um, Okay, so I guess it's a funny thing. I've been learning, you know, I was on the podcast maybe two years ago now, I think. Um, Has it been that long? Good Lord. Something like that, yeah, or a year and a half ago. It was in the summer, I think, Um, but it's been a while. So I guess I've been going through, you know, iterations of my company and whatnot, and I've been really thinking about um, Scout and Burrow as in the verbs. And, and uh, as you mentioned, Greg, I just, um, I am like a human-centered designer. I went to the Think School of Creative Leadership and kind of uh, built out that, that skill set. Um, and so one of the things that I've realized I'm really good at is, is scouting. And so um, it's pretty easy for me to like run out onto a hill and look around and go, okay, you need to, you have something that we need to hear, you know, or you have something that we need to hear. Um, and so I think I'm, I'm just good at finding, uh, seeing the possibilities in people and organizations and how they fit into the big picture of how we're going to change, uh, the, the way business is done in the world. Okay, and the people that you've brought to us have been all been stellar. They've been incredible so far. What did you say to them? Because hey, maybe there are they already were massive boiling point uh, listeners and fans. There's a good chance that is the case. But <laughs> on the on the odd occasion that they weren't, how did you pitch it to say, hey, come on to the boiling point? And it's important for us to hear this because uh, it is really cool to see the international impacts we're having just because of this podcast and connecting people together. And that's a, a real serious, awesome thing that's happening right now. But I, I'd love to I'd love to hear how you you pitched it as a former guest and a, uh, and, and a big supporter of what we're doing? Um, I suppose uh, 
most of the people that I reach out to, I reach out to for a reason because um, I think we're values aligned and they're go-getters and they're keeners. And so um, two things, keeners are always interested in telling their own story and, and not in a selfish way, but in a way like when you're, when you're working from a values-based perspective, you, you want to share your story because you want to help other people realize that, that, that see the truth and that they can do it too. Um, so there's a big sharing aspect, but also because Atlantic Canada is a very interesting place and there's a certain kind of romanticism about this place in the, in the world at large. Um, and I think that that has been, that's been helpful in me helping you get guests, um, and, and get them on the podcast, uh, because to me, it's really, um, how do I put it? We need to create a beacon in Atlantic Canada right now. We need to create momentum and, and, you know, be our own lighthouse, um, and create a new culture and share with the world why it's important to save this place. Um, and I think people really resonate with that. Mm. I think it's, that's a real, really awesome way to paint that picture and the lighthouse uh, imagery is quite fitting as well uh, <laughs> and christy a lot has happened since we talked we talked last and you oh, are you so are a much. woman of much fire and passion and um, you know a lot of stuff has happened and i, I feel uh, you've you've got a, a new story to share uh, a lot of it has to do with um, some of your transformational experiences uh, you know going through the think program but also just really kind of finding yourself in your company, you know, uh, and coming to a, a lot of different realizations. How much of that story do you want to want to share uh, with us? Um, well, I like to be really transparent and I, and I don't know when this is going to air. So the story could change between the day today and the day it actually airs. Um, but uh, I think... Um, I'm, 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 I'm conflicted a little bit, um, because I stayed in Atlanta, Canada for a reason. And it, it was partially because I love this place. Um, but another piece of that is because I can see this immense potential here. And, uh, I think that we're small enough and we're close enough to everything and we have enough creative capital and natural capital and human capital. Um, and economic capital, if we if we look at it from a different perspective, um, to really build the next Scandinavia. And there's no reason we can't be like the next Norway or Sweden. Um, and so that was my inspiration for staying here. Um, so it's been an up and down journey and I've changed my business model significantly. Um, so I've actually gone solo and I'm just bringing in the best people for each project right now. And that has been very interesting. Um, and and why, why, actually, why don't you rewind just really quickly, just so the, the listeners who haven't heard your first episode, which is probably only a few that haven't. Uh, let us know what's, what Scout and Bor Burrow was and what it is now. Okay, so Scout and Burrow, um, I founded Scout and Burrow in, in August 2013 as a response to advertising. And I wanted to help companies uh, create and communicate impact. And I'm still doing that, 
Um, but I've transitioned the way I communicate that and, and some of the key activities. Um, and so now I'm, I'm, I've realized that I'm an innovation consultant and it's my role to work with companies to offer them a, a plan B. Every company has their kind of like plan A. They're, they're, this is the way it's going to work. This is our strategic plan. And I don't necessarily transition those companies. I offer a, a radical disruptive perspective to say, okay, well, this is what is in the future. Like this is what's in the market here. And this is what's in the market over here. And so I scout, I look for opportunities and obstacles, and then I report back to companies. Um, and at the same time, I do B Corp certifications and I help them assess impact because I think when companies understand the impact they create, then they move way beyond advertising. They don't have to write taglines. They can tell the truth. Well, and, and can we actually, you know, I'd, I'd be really interested in digging into that, this whole idea of an impact assessment. So how does that, tell, tell us a little bit about how that works. Cause you know, I mean, that would be a really cool thing for probably every organization to have a better sense of. Every organization. And, and, and I, I, I totally agree. And Impact assessment, like the framework I'm using, um, is the B Corp assessment because it's the only consumer-facing third-party triple bottom line assessment that exists. And right, I really and, support the community. And let, let people know where, where to find that too. Oh, uh, like bcorporation.net? Bam. Okay, keep going. Or, okay. So um, – but what I'm doing now, I actually have two really interesting projects on the go. Um, one of them is a, a um, impact design. So I'm working with an ocean tech company, Ocean Sonics, and I think Mark. Yeah, we is met Mark. Be, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He was and on so last I, week. <laughs> he's awesome, and they're doing amazing things. And so. We're doing their B Corp, but it's not, we're not checking boxes. The certification is really powerful as it stands. So what I'm trying to do um, with companies is kind of hack that model and, and get deeper. And so I'm using my human-centered design tools and skills that I learned at Think to help companies actually model impact. So it's not just this is what you do. It's like where do you want to be in 10 years and how do we build impact initiatives that actually generate more profit for your company. Um, so that's where I'm kind of focusing on impact assessment. It's not just about where you are now, but it's also really what kind of entrepreneurial leader do you want to be and how we're going to use your business as a force for good. What's the, like, how, what's the response been like, Christy? I am a disruptor in a very conservative market. It's been really tough, so I'm not going to lie. Um, it's been really tough. That's, well, yeah, yeah. And what, and what yeah. is, is it, is it, what, what's, what do you think has been the challenge? Like for you, like, has it been, is it the audience doesn't get it? Is it that, um, it's, it's maybe too radical for people? Is it that, um, you know, like what, what, or maybe not talking to the right audience? What do you, what do you, what's, do, cause I, cause I listen, I, we all, as, uh, anything that's, I think, creative in nature is sometimes challenging, right? Um, like yes. I know, think of setting up a filmmaking company, Greg, or a coaching company. I mean, it, it, it can be hard slogging, especially for in sure. a brand new market like like Christie. Well, and, and a market that's making, kind of yeah. traditional too, right? You know what I mean? Like to, to a degree, right? Well, yeah. And what Christie's up against is an established, old school conservative market that feels like yeah. it's going 
is just fine as it is doing its thing. And then Christy, and we're not and, fine. And you're coming in saying you're 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 waving the flag, the warning flag, saying no. <laughs> change has to happen, but don't worry. It doesn't have to destroy your bottom line at the same time. So that's probably your blockage is, is you know, cutting through all the... But we're, we're trying to answer for her. I know. Sorry, Sorry Christy. What that's is the challenge? Okay. Tell us the challenge. <laughs> um, the challenge is, A, that people don't understand. If it doesn't fit on a profit and loss sheet, they don't see why it's important. A lot of organizations. Um and I, we talked about dinosaurs and mammals when I was on the first time. And those are the dinosaurs. And I just don't talk to them anymore. Um, I can't help them. And if they want to work together, I would love to work with those big dinosaurs because they have so much impact they're already creating. They're just not measuring it. Um, so there's the, the conservative market. But what is happening in Atlanta, Canada, I think, um, is that the, the Now or Never report came out, and I'm in Nova Scotia, so I, I'm going to speak specifically to Nova Scotia. The Now or Never report came out, and everybody's been waving it around. And we need to fix everything, and we have an aging population, and oh no, you know, like it's, it's we have, you know, out migration. And I get that we have all these problems, but all of those problems are actually opportunities for us to build new business models and for us to create new kinds of impact. Um, and so I think that companies are either there's playing it safe um, or they don't understand it or they're waiting. And this to me is the biggest problem is they're waiting for someone else to do it first. I think companies are kind of waiting to see, well, is someone else going to do that over there? Like I'm sure that I have lots of eyes on scout and borough right now and people are just waiting. And my advice to them is don't wait like be a leader. Like let's, this is an opportunity. It's like the gold rush. Yeah. Well, and, and I think what you're describing is like every movement needs early adopters, right? And we need we, those early adopters. Right, we get the early adopters through, right, who are willing to go through the pain that sometimes, you know, occurs as an early adopter. But it's amazing how when you hit that mid, like kind of that mainstream market after the early adopters, you got these strong references, um, mm-hmm. then, yeah. So I wonder who they are for you. Like, I'm like, you know, like in, like what would be examples that come to mind for us, Greg, in, in our, you know, kind of this area? Like, well, <clears throat> just probably half an hour ago, I had a meeting with a, a friend of ours, Dave, that you set up. Uh, and this person works in a very traditional financial wealth management, uh, ah, organization. Exactly. And this particular, uh, friend will be on the boiling point soon. And we just had a great discussion about how that old legacy business that's doing just fine as is it's creating wealth. It's, it's, it's investing, it's doing its thing, but how so few of those organizations around the world are focusing on building wealth for impact that impact is the end goal, not wealth. Mm. Um, and it was a very dynamic uh, discussion. So I, I look at the those financial there's a, there's, institutions. There's a, there's a dinosaur there, right? Yeah. And someone who's saying, hey, we can yeah, – so there's your early adopter. Yeah, yeah good point. Exa- exactly. Christy? So the, and those dinosaurs, they are already creating social and environmental impact. They already are. The one thing I found – I've done about 10 B Corp certifications now, like I think eight that have been completed and more that maybe they, they didn't finish the certification for one reason or another. Um, but every entrepreneur, by the end of going through B Corp, you know who you are. And self-awareness is, is absolutely critical to market success. 
end Greg, to Greg, being a Greg leader. Greg Shake, Greg Shake, you can't see it, so I'll, I'll just let you. He's pointing to himself. He's agreeing with everything that's, that's you're saying I do. That's what I as, uh, as someone who's gone through the process. Because of Christy. Oh, it's, yeah. it's amazing. Like people's eyes just light up when they realize how good they really are. And, and that's what it's about. It's not about us and them. And it's not about um, slapping companies on the wrist. Um, it's really about cultivating the good and energizing companies so that they can look at themselves, see where they're not performing very well, and then build strategies to, to, uh, to increase their impact. And that's where the impact modeling comes in, you know, and they don't have to do everything I offer them. It's really about looking at, um, potential, the, the potential for how their goodwill value can grow. Yeah. Do you know, you know what I'm just thinking? Uh, like, as I'm listening to you, I'm I, like, I wonder how good comp- companies in general are at strategy, not even, not even at, uh, at an impact level. But I, I, my sense in the work I do is it's an, it's a really great opportunity to help people grow and develop. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. And, and I don't want to throw rocks or anything, but I, I sometimes like, okay, as an example, here's a big rock I'm going to chuck onto the boiling point. Um, the convention center in Halifax. <laughs> oh, oh, I right? that No, I haven't, right? yeah, she hasn't this, thrown it yet. Oh, there, there it is. Giant, oh, okay, the giant know. convention center yeah, we're building. Yeah, yeah, okay. Sorry. <laughs> so I don't know all the details about exactly how much it costs or whatever, but I know that if we want to build a thriving ecosystem here, the way to do it is not to build a convention center in geriatric medicine in the world. You know, we have an aging population. Let's use that to our advantage, right? And I feel like our strategies right now, most companies are doing a three-year strategic plan or a five-year strategic plan, and they're kind of in step with um, the four-year political cycle. And if if there is a way to ensure failure long-term, it's to think in four-year cycles. Mm, amen. So, we need to look at 10-year and 20-year and 100-year strategies um, for companies. Now, um, Christy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop here for a sec. For some reason, we lost you for about four seconds. And when it happened, I was oh, like, no. no. And it was right when you <laughs> were bridging the uh, connection between the big, massive convention center and then everything else oh. you said. So um, you're, you're saying the convention center represents <laughs> something that is a huge, huge investment. But is it investing in the right place? Is that what you're, you're saying? Yes, I think it's a bad, I think it's an investment in the wrong place. And I'm not saying maybe not wrong, but just lower down the priority list. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we should be investing in opportunities that allow us to turn our problems into capital, into positive change. And again, I would, if I were a benevolent dictator, I would have chosen to build the most advanced geriatric medical center in the world right. in, in Halifax rather than a convention center. So, so let's, let's assume that there is someone listening to this who says, you know, I think I fit that early adopter category. I like what Christy's saying. Um, what next? What do they do? They reach out to me through my website and we have an inspired conversation. It's, it's, it's so, the work I do is so dynamic. It's really hard to, to express um, what it is and because it's new. So it's hard to express it on the website. So I think anyone just call me 
Okay. <laughs> like just get in touch and let's just have that conversation. And they, and they, um, and they, and what are the, you know, what are the qualities you see in a, in a, you know, the ideal, uh, early adopter? Like, what do you, you know, like I'm thinking out like, for, you know, you have to be prepared to be challenged is one of the things I'm assuming, right? Be prepared to be challenged, but also be prepared to say yes. It's, it's really the simple act of saying yes is so powerful. And, and I'm really focused on yes. And, and I really want, um, to offer kind of yes and inspired solutions to companies. Um, and so early adopter and really ambitious, like right now, the companies that do this are going to be leaders in this, in their particular space in five to 10 years. Uh, I totally believe it. I believe that the work I do is, is really powerful. Um, cause I'm a scout, you know, I know that I'm not necessarily the, 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 the leader. I'm, I'm a person that whispers in the ear of the King, right? Like each organization, each entrepreneur kind of has their leadership structure in place. And I'm just that person that sits to the right and says, okay, this is an opportunity. Here's an opportunity. They choose what they want to do, but I can give them a, a whole list and regardless of sector um, or size. Uh, that's, uh, and speaking from experience, um, Christy, the work you did with us, it was very, it was really inspiring. Like it was eye-opening <clears throat> because we, mm. we weren't in the space. We were acting like a B Corp all our lives. We didn't know what that was until you mm-hmm. kind of ushered us into that world and explained it and said, hey, you should take a look here. And, and so it, 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 you're, you're describing your skill set quite well. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, you can send anybody my way if you, if you want a nice positive reference. Dave, as soon Aww. as you are ready to become a B Corp, Christy is your woman. <laughs> I know, I'm thinking that. Um, <laughs> I know, and, Dave, it's time. I know, okay, so. Um, and I don't know how much time we have left. We only have a few minutes because, but one of the things I wanted to ask you before you, you make sure, we, we want to talk about Uncle Kevin. Uncle, yeah, Uncle oh, Kevin. Okay, Uncle for Kevin. sure. And, and what's it like having, having Christmas, Christmas uh, meals and uh, things like that with Uncle, with Uncle Kev? Okay, so um, Uncle Kevin is actually not related to me. And up until <laughs> about seven years ago, uh, maybe six years ago, when I said my name, people went, oh, Irish. And now they, and some people still do that. But then there are the people that look at me and they kind of shudder and and so the association of Kevin O'Leary and his bad dino business attitude um, hasn't, isn't, <laughs> I feel like it's kind of an affront to me as a person. Because um, <laughs> he has, has the same not, last name. <laughs> and it's not just, but also because you're a storyteller, Greg, I think that uh, something that's really important, and this plays into the work I do, is about we're in a time of transition and, and things are going to get worse before they get better. And I mean, in the world, like dealing with climate change, mass human migration, market instability. Um, and so I take a lot of pride in, in my family's long history of social justice work. And so to me, when, I, when, when I think of O'Leary, like my grandfather was a Mackenzie Papineau delivering munitions to the guerrillas in the hills in Spain fighting Franco. And so when I, I feel like it hurts the, it hurts my own personal mythology um, 
to be associated with Dino O'Leary. <laughs> and here's the brilliant part of something that we're very proud of here at the Boiling Point, very proud, <laughs> legitimately, is that the Dragon's Den blogger listed the Boiling Point as the, one of the top five entrepreneurship podcasts to listen to in North America. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, oh, that's that was awesome. awesome. Uh, but in, interesting heritage there, isn't there? You know, because like, there's a lot of good that, a ton of good that's come out of this new elevation of the entrepreneur. But, mm-hmm. you know, that, like, as you say, the old dino way of, hey, bottom line, dollar profit at all costs. He, uh, but you know yeah. what? I think you just need to sit down at Christmas dinner and say, Uncle Kevin, you need an <laughs> you need, impact assessment. You, you need, yeah, l- 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 let's see if you score oh, ab- let- above 20. <laughs> and you know what? I actually think that is a very, you've touched on something really interesting. I know we don't have a lot of time, but like we have a lot of leaders that are kind of elevated within the space of Atlantic Canada. And we love our kings here. We love them. We love our kind of like our entrepreneurial kind of monarchy here. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but wouldn't it be interesting to do an impact assessment on those individual people? Wouldn't that be fascinating? Because as I think humans, we, yeah. As humans, we're entering into a time where legacy is what is at stake here. If 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 individuals and leaders don't step forward and and cultivate opportunities beyond profit, um, so I think. But I want to leave you with one thought. And I've been really contemplating the future of Atlantic Canada. And I'm doing a couple talks. I'm doing one on the 25th, and then I'm doing one at Yes Atlantic in March about the future um, of Atlantic Canada. And let's just think about this. Everybody kind of, oh, we're have-nots and stuff like that, and people outside the region, and then people inside the region are like scrambling to try to figure out how to how to fix our, our many um, social and economic problems. But two thoughts about Atlantic Canada. In 20 years, we are going to be a water hub. We are going to be one of the few locations in the world that has access to plentiful fresh water. And also think about the peace of this place. We're never going to see tanks rolling down the streets. So as people contemplate leaving the region, or the value of the region, we really need to think long-term and think about what it means to be rich in that, that blue gold and, and a peaceful, and you're all about peace um, and empathy in the world, Greg. True that. So just, I've just been contemplating that, like what our real value is here. Yeah. And I think that those two things never factor into a balance sheet. But there will never be a day when we see tanks rolling down Main Street in any town in Atlantic Canada. And that is just simply not the case in the world at large. And, and my last thought is, uh, I, I, I've said that many times as well, but I also said we don't get earthquakes here. But uh, New, Brun- oh, New, Brunswick, New Brunswick's had 40 of them in the last month or, of that. Well, I, I always say tornadoes. Tornadoes yeah, as well. Yeah. Uh, or, yeah. I, I, yeah. We, I'm we, from Ontario. Tornadoes I, are the real thing. Oh, Absolutely. Well, Christy, <laughs> I, I, as usual, we, we, we would love to continue this and we will make you, we will make you our part three, our, our very first part three. And, and, but, and I just want to just touch on that personal impact piece. Yeah. The guy that you were talking to half an hour ago yeah. and what Christy... She's talking about right now this personal impact. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, there's a, there's, they should be talking. 100%. We, we will connect you with somebody uh, that needs to talk to you. Christy, on that, we'll say goodbye. Thank you for all your inspiration and your love, Christy. Oh, you're, you're awesome. Keep on feeding us good, uh, good guests. And we oh, should, I have so many people oh, for you. You are awesome. You. And uh, we, yeah. will, we will also see you at Yes Atlantic. So uh, till then, um, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, 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 well, hi, say hi to friend. Uncle Kevin. And say, be good. Then say hi to Uncle Kevin. Oh, <laughs> Uncle Kevin, he's going to bed without dinner, as far as I'm concerned. Bam! Bam! <laughs> we'll see you later, Kevin. See you later, Uncle you. Kevin. Okay, <laughs> bye, you. guys. See you again. Feel the love. Loving it. <laughs> bye. Um, see you later, Christy. So, uh, really quick for wrap ups. Bam, bam. That's, that's, that's how lo fi we are. That's my phone. Um, wrap ups for me. It's the whole saying yes. I'm all over that. That's an entrepreneurial worldview, saying yes. There's so much more we could go into, but we're totally out of time. We are out of time. Personal impact, uh, legacy. Um, I think there's a lot there about creating wealth for good. And uh, that is a topic I want to talk more about. And so, and as always, she's she's a joy. And I love how um, uh, she's, she's, she's a pioneer in, in terms of what she's willing to talk about. It's pretty freaking cool. See you next week, man. Great seeing you, brother. You too. Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com. And on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, visit Hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening, and remember, keep that pot boiling. You looking to make the most out of this life and optimize your personal wellness? Then check out the Natural Man podcast. Join me, host Mike C., as we explore all areas of human wellness, physical, mental, and emotional. Learn strategies to optimize your own well-being and be in the driver's seat of your own health. Remember, your doctor works for you. Learn biohacks, neurohacks, ways to improve sleep, and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, the Fountain App, and at naturalmanpodcast.com.